0: You are listening to the Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning in to the Pregnancy Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Aeroflow. Aeroflow is a company that helps you get a breast pump through your health insurance. There can be some hoops to jump through to get a breast pump through your insurance. But Aeroflow does all of this for you and they make it so easy. To get this started, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash breast pump. I'd also like to thank Zoller for their support of this episode. If you want to get an awesome prenatal vitamin at a big discount, Zoller was really generous and gave me a promo code to share with you so that you can save 25% off when you buy a month's supply on Amazon. A link to the vitamins with the promo code, which is PREPOD25, is in the show notes and on the resources page. Last week, we talked about IV fluids and drinking during your labor. We went into the importance of staying hydrated and how IV fluids work during your labor, some of the risks and benefits of those. And we also talked about some recommended fluids to drink during your labor. And tips to keep you hydrated. If you missed that episode, you can go back and check out episode 92. This week we are talking about blood types and the Rho D immune globulin shot, commonly referred to as the ROGAM shot. Your blood contains red blood cells, white blood cells, platelets, and plasma. And your red blood cells have markers on the surface of those cells called antigens, and that helps tell your body that these cells belong in our system. The different markers that you can have on those red blood cells are either A or B. If you have type A blood, then you have the A marker. If you have type B blood, you have the B marker. You can have both, which gives you type AB. And if you have neither of those, then you have type O. In addition to those markers, You may also have Rh, which is a protein, and Rh is short for rhesus, which is named after the rhesus monkey. And most people have the Rh protein on the surface of their red blood cells, which makes them Rh positive. If you do not have this protein, then you are Rh negative. So all of these combinations make for a total of eight possible blood types. A positive and negative, B positive and negative. AB positive and negative, and O positive and negative. It's estimated that about 15% of the population is Rh negative, and this is a recessive trait. So compared to Rh positive blood, it's much less common. Your blood type is something that you don't have any control over. This is determined by your genes. And until you need a blood transfusion, if that ever happens during your lifetime, your blood type doesn't really matter. It doesn't really have much of an effect on your health. If you get a blood transfusion, it's going to be important to match the donor blood type with your blood type because otherwise your body can reject it. There is one blood type that could be donated to anyone, and that's O-negative, which is considered universal because anyone can receive O-negative blood no matter what their blood type is. Having Rh-negative blood isn't a concern until you're pregnant. If you are Rh negative and your baby is Rh positive, then you have what's called an Rh incompatibility. This means that there's a mismatch between the blood of you and the blood of your baby. Now, if you are Rh negative and the baby's father is also Rh negative, then that means that your baby will be Rh negative. So this compatibility would not be an issue. But if you're Rh negative and the baby's father is Rh positive, then your baby could be either positive or negative. You're not going to know until they're born. And then you have the possibility of an incompatibility. Okay, what really is an incompatibility? Let's say that you're Rh negative and your baby's Rh positive. When your Rh negative blood gets exposed to your baby's Rh positive blood, your blood is going to react by producing antibodies that attack and destroy those Rh-positive blood cells. So this is really the simplified version, and we'll get into it a little bit more and break it down in just a minute. Let's start with asking, okay, when would your blood actually be exposed to your baby's blood? Because normally this doesn't happen. There is a possibility of that exposure if there is an injury, like a car accident that could cause your blood and your baby's blood to come into contact. This can also happen if you have a miscarriage, if you have an external cephalic version, which is a procedure to try and flip a breech baby. This can possibly happen with an amniocentesis or a CVS, which are both invasive tests in which a needle is inserted into your belly. And this can also happen during the birth process, especially with interventions like using forceps or a vacuum or during a cesarean section. The very first time that your blood comes into contact with your baby's blood, if that happens, it's called sensitization. Your blood is going to create the antibodies against the Rh positive blood, and then it stops there. So the very first time those antigens are created, but they're not sent out to attack the Rh positive blood. That doesn't happen until the second time that your blood comes into contact with your baby's blood. And if at that point the antigens get into your baby's bloodstream, it can cause some pretty serious complications. If you don't know if your blood has become sensitized or if you've ever been exposed to RH-positive blood, you can get this tested with an antibody screen, and that's uh, something that can be done with a really simple blood test. And if you have RH-negative blood, probably something that your care provider is going to test you for. The complication that's caused that second time that your blood comes into contact with your baby's blood is RH hemolytic disease of the newborn or RH disease for short. Hemolytic anemia is something that occurs when red blood cells are destroyed faster than they can be produced. Since our bodies rely on red blood cells to deliver oxygen throughout our bodies, this can be a really serious complication and can even be fatal. Luckily, modern medicine is amazing, and there is a solution to this problem. And that is the Rho D immune globulin, often referred to as the Rogam shot. Rogam is actually a brand name, and there are multiple brands of this drug. But for simplicity, throughout this episode, I refer to it as Rogam, which is what it's really commonly referred to by most care providers and just overall in the pregnancy world. Really quick before we dive into the Rogam shot, I want to take a really quick break for a word from today's sponsors. A few years ago when I was pregnant, I spent hours coordinating with my insurance company and medical device companies trying to get a breast pump covered through my health insurance. In the end, it all worked out, but it was a huge ordeal. Luckily for you, Aeroflow is a company that is going to handle all of this on your behalf. They call your insurance company and figure out all the details, like how much you qualify for and when your insurance will approve shipping a pump to you. They're going to get in touch with your doctor or midwife to get all the paperwork that they need for the insurance to cover the pump. And then they're going to get in touch with you to help you pick out the right breast pump for your needs. I really wish that this was around back when I spent hours going through this process. Aeroflow carries all of the major brands like Medela, Spectra, and Evenflow. Most insurance companies will cover a pump about a month before your due date, but you don't need to wait to get this process started. You can knock it off your list anytime during your pregnancy. To get started and check this item off your to-do list, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash breast pump. You could easily spend hours comparing prenatal vitamins to try and find the right one for you. There are a lot of brands out there. I have done significant research and several episodes on prenatal vitamins and the contents of them, and I've also personally tried a lot of different brands, and there's one that really stands out that I really like, and that is the Prenatal Plus DHA from Zoller. They make a really high quality prenatal that includes the active form of folate that in my research I've found to be preferable over folic acid, and very few prenatal vitamins go through the trouble to put this in their vitamin. And the Zoller prenatal has omega-3s and DHA, so it's going to eliminate the need to take a separate DHA or omega-3 supplement. Hands down, this is my recommendation for a prenatal vitamin, and you can save some money when you buy it. You can get 25% off a one-month supply when you buy them on Amazon, which is already the cheapest place to find them online. I will put a link to the vitamins with the promo code, which is PREPOD25, in the show notes, and it's also on the resources page of the website. Rogam is a sterile solution that's made from human blood plasma, and it's given to you as a shot to prevent your immune system from attacking your baby's blood. RH immunoglobulin finds those RH positive blood cells, and it's going to prevent the creation of RH antibodies. So it kind of works similar to a vaccine. The FDA first approved RhoGAM back in 1968. So this isn't a brand new thing. It's been around for quite some time. The ROGAM shot is routinely given in the United States at 26 to 28 weeks to prevent sensitization for the remainder of your pregnancy. This would be considered a prophylactic use or a preventative use. And this is a shot that you are going to get either in your butt or in your arm. It's an intramuscular injection, so it's going to be injected into a muscle. The thinking with the prophylactic use of this shot at 26 to 28 weeks is that the shot is going to last about 12 weeks. So this would be effective until birth, although we do know that birth can often go past 40 weeks. In the event that you had any trauma where it's possible that your blood could have come into contact with your baby's blood, then you would get the shot at that point. And at birth, your baby's blood type is going to be tested, and if they are RH positive, then you would likely be given a second shot within 72 hours of their birth. Of course, you're not going to know your baby's RH status prior to birth unless both you and the baby's father are RH negative, and then you know ahead of time that your baby's going to be RH negative. The American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists has a short Q&A article that sums up a lot on the RH factor, and I will link to that in the show notes. Let's talk about some of the risks of the Rogam shot. Obviously, the benefits is it could potentially be a life-saving procedure in the event that you are RH negative and your baby's RH positive. But let's talk about some of the risks. It is a possibility that you could be allergic to ROGAM. Some contraindications for receiving it are if you have a bleeding disorder like hemophilia, an immune globulin A deficiency, heart or kidney disease, or if you have an allergy to human immune globulin. And of course, there's always the chance that you don't know that you're going to have an allergy to this ahead of time and that you have an allergic reaction, although this is rare. The most common side effects of rogam or any type of the roe immune globulin drug Are injection site reactions that can include swelling, redness, and mild pain or a warmth. Systematic reactions can include skin rash, body aches, or a slight elevation in temperature. And also, because Rogam is made from human plasma, it may carry a risk of transmitting infectious agents. Of course, steps are taken to avoid this, but this is a caution that's listed on the package insert for the drug. And if you want to read more specifically on the Rogam brand of the drug, then I'll put a link to that package insert in the show notes. One thing that I found a little bit confusing when I was doing research on this episode, and that I made sure to look further into and clarify, is that Rogam only works if you have not been sensitized. This is why the shot is given at that 26 to 28 weeks. Or after an event that could expose your blood to your baby's blood or at birth. And it could also be given after any miscarriage or any termination of a pregnancy to prevent you from becoming sensitized in the event that you get pregnant again. Remember that I mentioned that a simple blood test can test for antibodies to find out if you have been sensitized. So if you have been sensitized, remember meaning that your blood has come into contact with your baby's blood and your RH negative and your baby's RH positive, then your care provider will be doing additional testing to make sure that your baby is healthy throughout your pregnancy. And this would place you at a higher risk. And this is why there's so much emphasis on preventing sensitization in the first place. If both you and the baby's father are RH negative... Then your baby will also be Rh negative, and there is no need for the Rogam shot. Of course, this depends on you knowing the paternity of the child, and this isn't something that you're gonna wanna gamble on. Your care provider may even ask for proof that the baby's father is Rh negative. This is exactly what happened with my husband and I when I was pregnant with my son. We are both Rh negative, so we knew that our son would be Rh negative. And I must have been asked five or six times whether or not I wanted the Rogam shot, even though my midwife knew that I was RH negative. It kind of got to a point where it was really getting on my nerves because um, I felt like they were questioning whether or not I knew who the father of the baby was, you know. Anyway, we actually ended up providing proof that my husband was also RH negative so that we could opt out of the shot. My midwife would be comfortable with it and she would leave me alone about it. I've had at least one listener reach out to me who was informed at 24 weeks that she would be given a shot at her next appointment. And this came as quite a surprise to her. So feel free to ask your doctor or midwife what your blood type is if you don't already know so that you can be prepared for this. If you are Rh negative, it would probably be worth having the baby's father tested because if they're also RH negative, then you can safely opt out of the ROGAM shot. It's just one less thing you're going to need to do. As a side note, if you don't want to pay to have your partner's blood tested, they can donate blood. And that's a really easy way to find out what your blood type is, and it's not going to cost you anything. As always, of course, if you have any questions on Rogam, or your RH factor, please ask your doctor or midwife. If you are RH negative and your partner's RH positive, and you are considering opting out of the shot, this is something you really want to make sure that you talk through in detail with your care provider. Remember, they are on your side. They're your partner during this pregnancy, and you should be able to ask them any question you have. To recap today's episode, we talked about different blood types. We went into being RH negative and what kind of impact that can have on your pregnancy. We talked about ROGAM or the Rho-D immune globulin drug, which is something that can help if you have an RH incompatibility with your baby. And we went into detail on the ROGAM shot and talked about the risks and benefits of receiving that shot. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Pregnancy Podcast today. I hope that you find this episode helpful. As always, you can contact me, Vanessa, at PregnancyPodcast.com. You can find notes and resources for this episode at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash episode 93.